0: Pip on Triple M, joined now by a man who has released his sixth studio album, Camacho. Friday the 2nd of June, it came out, and he joins me right now. It's Pete Murray. Hello.
1: Hello, Pip. How are you going?
0: I'm very well, thank you. I actually told my partner last night that I was speaking to you today, and he said, oh, I bet he's anxious. <laughs> <laughs> he reckons you're the most laid-back dude ever.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know what's funny? I'm... I, um I had to do a thing on radio the other day and they played this, um, something they'd recorded of me before in the past. And I remember listening to it going, was that me? Do I I talk like that? Is that like, seriously, like it's just super laid back. (laughs) But uh, yeah, you don't hear it when when you, obviously when you're in your body and your voice is going out, you don't hear it like that. But yes, I think I am.
0: Perhaps that might be why as well we haven't heard from you in some time. It's been six years since your previous album. And just to put that into a little bit of perspective, six years is the length of high school. So how did you go from year seven to 12 with this album, Camacho?
1: Well, you know, I, did, I needed the time, for one, to, um, to reinvent myself. So the sound on Camacho is very different to what I've done before. I'm working with leaps and, uh, loops and beats mm. and, um, you know, I listen to a lot more electronica and hip hop to get the sonics and the sounds of those to try and combine that with what I'm doing. And, um, it, it just takes a while to get a hang of doing something different and to know what you want to do. It just doesn't happen quickly. So that was one thing trying to write something that you know, was going to be a little differently uh, than what I've done before. Um, or sound differently, I should say than what, what I've done before, um, I've got two boys now who are, you know, 13 and, and nearly 10. So that time also was really, I wanted to make sure that I was around for them. And I think it's a really important time for the, for their years to make yeah. sure that, that their dad's are around and available for them. So, um, you know, when you release an album, you're pretty, it's pretty full on. A lot of promo, a lot of touring. Sometimes you're overseas a lot. Um, so, you know, it definitely takes you away and I, and I didn't want that to happen. So that was another reason why it took my time. And, uh, you know, there was... I wanted to squeeze some surfing and have a life as well during that time. So, (laughs) Always um,
0: important, that work-life balance.
1: Yeah. So, you know, then I'd met another girl in that time. So we got married last November. So that was all, all these things I guess was, you know, were happening in those six years. So, I mean, I probably could have released this album three years ago, but I really, I wanted to make it, I guess I felt like I was making my masterpiece personally. Where, you know, you want to make an album that's, great from start to finish and I feel that I've achieved that now but personally that's just my thoughts um that I think it's great from start to finish there's nothing that I would I would want to change with this album because um you know I've taken the time to make that happen and um I'm going to be playing these songs for a long time so I wanted this album to be really um like it personally so that I'm you know when I'm on the road I'm going to want to play every single song off that and in the past there's been albums where there's certain songs I don't play live and Uh, whether I don't like them as much or whether they're just too close to home, I just don't sing them. So on this album, that's what I wanted to achieve and I've I've done that.
0: What's that like when you have an album where there are songs that you reflect back upon and you're not such a huge fan of and you think about the perception of you as an artist and the people who are listening to those songs? Is that a bit of a disparate feeling?
1: Well, there's nothing that I don't like. It's probably more that I I prefer other songs over those. Okay. Um, But some might be a little bit... um, is yeah, it something a little bit melancholy, I guess. You know, I, I wrote those uh, in a time where I was, um, you know, a bit down and, and um, going through, I guess, you know, I was a little bit depressed. And um, so those, they're a bit too heavy for me and I just don't feel like writing those. But there's nothing I'm embarrassed about. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Songs are fine. It's just personally, do I want to play them live? Um, I prefer to play other ones live.
0: Yeah. And sonically, obviously, this album is quite different to some of your material yet retain some of your hallmark kind of traits so i know that you had a bit of an ethos for the album
1: yeah well look it's um the album i wanted the album to be to be positive you know i guess if i had to compare this to another album i guess it's feeler feeler was a, it was a big album, album. It was, yeah and i think this one has the same quality but it's positive where feeler had a little bit you know it was a bit melancholy in parts mm-hmm. and this is a bit more positive, a bit more uplifting and, um, but I think, uh, it's, there's so many similarities between this album. It's kind of uncanny, which, which, you know, what was happening through the recording process and all sorts of different things. So, um, I felt really stressed about feeler coming out. I didn't think it was going to work and I felt the same about this one. I felt really stressed about it. You know, I still feel stressed about it, even though it's been out for a week. <laughs> um, but the feedback I'm getting back, people are talking about feeler and they're talking about this album. Mm. Uh, the other, albums in between, they're talking about songs, singles off that, but these two albums, they're talking about the albums. And I think that, you know, I've really tried to achieve, which is a positive thing for me because I've tried to achieve another great album like Feel,er that people can put on from start to finish and they just want to play it over and over and over again. And that's the feedback I'm getting from, from um, a lot of people at this stage, which is, which is really great. So
0: there must it must be an incredible feeling, especially when you've thought that you've made your masterpiece. Now, you're off on a 33-date national tour, stacks of regional shows on this uh, bill, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for going out regional, because by and large these days, so many people just stick to the cap cities, and it's so lovely to have artists of your calibre come to our towns.
1: I've always done it. I've always been doing the regional areas, and they've always been really supportive of me, so... I'm not going to stop coming back there. You know, it's, um, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I find that the regional areas, especially the regional areas are great because everyone kind, kind of knows everybody at the gig and it kind of turns into a bit of a party vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like... It can get quite loose, uh, which is which is pretty fun, and it is. It's great because everyone seems to know each other. So some some gigs you have are are a lot of fun.
0: We can't wait to see you on the border Saturday, the twentieth of August at uh, Beard Deluxe. But I also noticed on this whole tour that Cairns has sold out already. Did you know that you were so huge in Cairns?
1: Uh yeah, it's, it's it's you know I got voted up there in Cairns a couple of years ago the best live act to come through internationally and uh, domestically. So that wow. was pretty big rap for the people and that's the people voted that one so yeah i always sell cans out it's always been a really great place for me so um and i think having that um uh, it was a couple of years in a row they did that so it was um yeah it was a really nice honor to get that and uh, i don't know whether anyone else does that <laughs> anywhere else but can certainly does they must get a lot of acts that come through there all the time but to be voted the best live act for or, or even all international acts was a was a real um yeah, it was a nice, nice thing.
0: You might be up against Elton John this year. That might be a bit of a competition for no, you,
1: Pete. I've got his measure. don't worry about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, tell me about your support act on this tour, Ben Wright-Smith.
1: Yeah, well, I have been picking local acts over the last few tours that I've done. And um, I was kind of thinking I'll have to get around and see what other local acts. I'm from Byron Bay, what other local actors around Byron Bay. Um, and I'll ask them to see if, see if they want to come on the road with me. Um, But my management sent me Ben's stuff and they said, hey, listen, um, check out this dude. He's he's really good. And I think he'll be really good for your fans. And I just had one listen to him and went, yeah, wow, he's he's awesome. I really like his stuff. Um, So, and I figured he's going to be great. um, You know, my fans, uh, it's really important for me to have a good act, uh, support act on because you don't want them to sit there and go, God, who's this? You know, yeah. this is really this is a tough one to get through before you get to Pete. You want it to be in a good vibe and a good mood before you come on stage. And picking the right support support actor is a really big thing. Uh, and Ben's good. He's got some great songs. He's got a really good voice, and I think the the fans are going to like him.
0: Fantastic. And how long is it actually since you've been on the border?
1: Uh, not that long. I think I played a gig there. I'm trying to think. It was on. 18 months or two years. Anyway, it wasn't that long ago. Do
0: you like our little area around here?
1: I love it. Yeah, it's great. I, I remember playing there when I was an independent artist coming there and playing at the, is it the Terminus? It burnt oh, down wow. I think years ago. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I played there years ago and I always had, like. um I think the crowd was, you know, maybe a hundred people or something like that. It was yeah. not too massive, but awesome supporters every time I've gone there. So I remember those early days of coming down to that gig and playing there a couple of times and it was this really cool, um, little vibe there that I've always had. And also the last show, sorry, the last show I played in on my tour in 2008, I think it was, uh, I was singing, um, so beautiful. And it was the last gig that I remember people had lighters rather than phones. And all there must be a lot of smokers in that town, I'm guessing. <laughs> And people had their lighters out, which I thought, wow, that's really cool. I haven't seen this for ages because everyone has their phone up now when yeah. they do the big sway, and, and people had their their lighters out, which was awesome.
0: Well, that's a pretty incredible memory. I'm so glad that the people of the border were able to uh, make that one for you. Well, Pete Murray, congratulations on this latest album, Camacho, and we can't wait to see you come to the border in August as part of this huge tour that you're doing. All the best, and thank you for your time today.
1: Yeah, nice talking to you too.